Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. J-Bone here, and it is time to recap and review the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. J-Bone! Let's kick things off with everybody's favorite summarization. Here's the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix in 60 seconds. The first couple turns were absolutely chaotic and included pole sitter Lewis Hamilton dropping from P1 to P4 behind Max Verstappen and both McLarens, as well as Joe Guan Yu getting a terrible start, panicking, and then kicking off a crash train by hitting Daniel Ricciardo into Esteban Ocon into Pierre Gasly, with both Alpines being forced to retire for the second straight race, Daniel Ricciardo sadly dropping all the way down the grid, and Joe receiving a five-second penalty. Checo won driver of the day after starting the race P9 and finishing it on the podium at P3, Piastri was incredibly running second until he got undercut by his own teammate Lando Norris and then suffered damage while fighting Checo. Ferrari went full Ferrari on Leclerc by giving him a 9 second pit stop that he got back at them for by getting a penalty for speeding in the pit lane. George Russell started the race P18 and recovered to an incredible P6 after owning the two Ferraris at the end of the race. Max won and Red Bull broke the record for the most consecutive race wins by a constructor at 12, but Max didn't get a trophy because Lando Norris, who finished P2, shattered it. J-Bong! Now let's dive into all that in a bit more detail. But first, let's check in with my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, who was at the Hungarian Grand Prix. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone. Race was pretty cool. Uh, Red Bull won 12 in a row. Yay. Wait, why do you look so sad? What's wrong? Well, I mean, if you, uh, if you can't tell, uh, Lando smashed my favorite camera lens. By the way, I am trying to get 2,000 likes on this video because producer Jeff bet me that I couldn't, so make sure to toss this video a like to help me prove him wrong. J-Bow! In my Hungarian Grand Preview, I gave you four Formula One storylines to follow for the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. Let's see how those shaped up. Your first storyline to follow was, is Daniel Ricciardo about to win the Hungarian Grand Prix? And while that was obviously a joke, was not serious about that, we all were watching closely to see how he'd perform after half a season out of the sport. The result? Daniel Ricciardo may not have scored any points in his first race back in Formula 1, but he still had a great Hungarian Grand Prix, all things considered. Considering how bad the last place AlphaTauri car is, finishing in the points for Daniel was always going to be an uphill battle, even if he had been able to run a clean race. That uphill battle became the equivalent of trying to climb Mount Everest while hitting the gritty the entire way up after Danny Rick got rear-ended by Joe Guan Yu into Esteban Ocon and then off the racetrack at the entry to turn one on lap one, which dropped Daniel all the way to the back of the pack once the two Alpines retired. Daniel never gave up though and did Danny Rick things, including putting in an incredible 40-lap stint on the medium tires the fight back from P18 to his P13 starting position, on his way to finishing the Grand Prix ahead of his teammate, Yuki Tsunoda, in the process. I must note that Yuki did get very screwed over by a bad pit stop, but regardless, Danny ended the weekend by out-qualifying him and finishing ahead of him in the Grand Prix, which is just remarkable considering it was Daniel's first race weekend of the season and his first ever race in the AlphaTauri car. <laughs> 
Your second storyline to follow was Formula One is about to conduct an experiment at the Hungarian Grand Prix that could completely change how F1 qualifying works. And by all accounts, F1 fans seem to really enjoy this new qualifying format where drivers have to use hard tires in Q1, medium tires in Q2, and soft tires in Q3. It gave us some awesome surprises, such as Joe Guanyu topping Q1 and eventually qualifying a career-best P5 before ruining that at Lights Out by having the anti-stall engage, Lando Norris topping Q2, and Lewis Hamilton topping Q3 and becoming the pole sitter, setting a new record as the driver with the most pole positions at a single circuit with nine. If this qualifying format can bring about that kind of delicious chaos on a regular basis, I, Jay, but I'm all for it, okay? I'm okay with it becoming the new standard because I'm a fan of chaos, especially when it comes in the form of Max Verstappen not topping a single qualifying session, even though Christian Horner did say that Red Bull set the car up to perform better in the race and in qualifying, but whatever, just let me have this, please. Your third storyline to follow was, are Red Bull about to do the funniest thing in Formula One history by upgrading their car to Mercedes's failed zero-pod concept and then dominating with it? And while they did not do that, sadly, would have been the greatest thing of all time, but they didn't do it. Should have done it. Come on, Adrian. They did still dominate in Hungary with an upgraded side pod design to the tune of winning the Grand Prix by an absurd 33.731 seconds. Sheesh! Let me put Red Bull Racing's current Formula One dominance in perspective for you. In Hungary, Red Bull just broke the all-time record for the most consecutive Grand Prix wins by a single constructor by making it 12 P1 finishes in a row. Red Bull have not lost a Formula One race since last November. Red Bull's points lead over second-place Mercedes in the World Constructors' Championship is so large that Max and Checo could both sit out the next four race weekends and still have Red Bull leading the World Drivers' Championship no matter what, even though there's a sprint race thrown in there. And when it comes to just Max Verstappen's dominance, the facts get even crazier. Max Verstappen currently has 281 World Championship points, which is enough for him to be able to sit out the next three race weekends and still lead the World Drivers' Championship over his teammate, Checo Perez, again, including the sprint race. Oh, and uh, speaking of leading championships, Max's 281 points as a driver would have him single-handedly leading the World Constructors' Championship if he was his own team. That is hard for me to comprehend, and maybe is why Red Bull are so willy-nilly with all their drivers, because they're like, meh, we only need one driver anyways. Max can just win us the constructors by himself, so whatever. There is no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you, yes you, need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It's all in one place, folks. Don't gotta go to all these different places. It's in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Something that I love about Indeed and why I use it to hire is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. Indeed is truly unbelievable at hiring and it's the number one source of hires in the US according to Talent Nest. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash fbone. Offer good for a limited time, so get after it. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash fbone. Just go to indeed.com slash fbone and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash fbone.
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Go there. Your final storyline to follow was how will McLaren and Aston Martin perform at the Hungarian Grand Prix? When I previewed this storyline, I said I believed Aston Martin would outperform McLaren in Hungary because the Hungara ring was better suited to the Aston Martin car, which I could not have been more wrong about. Oh my gosh, I, I miscalculated. I forgot to carry the one. McLaren continue on one of the quickest ascents you'll ever see in Formula One as they finished P2 and P5 in Hungary, while Aston Martin continue on one of the quickest descents you'll ever see in Formula One as they finished P9 and P10. I truly cannot believe this McLaren car that has now achieved back-to-back P2 finishes at such wildly different circuits as Silverstone and the Hungara Ring is even partially related to the tractor that we saw Lando and Oscar driving at the beginning of the season. McLaren are absolutely shocking the F1 world right now in the good way, while Aston Martin are doing so in the bad way with how they started the season off by podiuming every race and are now fighting for points finishes, apparently. McLaren just outscored Aston Martin by 25 points in Hungary, and if they can keep their hot streak up, they could easily pass Aston Martin and achieve third place in the World Constructors' Championship by the end of the season. I don't think McLaren want to stop at P3, though, folks. I really don't, based on what we're seeing. Do you think McLaren have any shot at leapfrogging Mercedes and finishing the season P2 in the World Constructors' Championship? Let me know in the comments. Like, go comment right now. Do it. Do it. J-Bone. Next up, let's talk about arguably the biggest story from the Hungarian Grand Prix weekend. McLaren driver Lando Norris just made a $45,000 mistake at the Hungarian Grand Prix. The Hungarian Grand Prix is well known for having one of the most unique trophies in Formula One. And while it's inarguably not as cool as the old French Grand Prix trophy, it's still pretty cool because according to Hungarian F1 journalist Sandor Mazaros, whose reporting I'm using for this whole story, It's handmade by Hungarian porcelain manufacturer Horendi over the course of six months with a price tag of around 40,000 euros or around $45,000. Unfortunately for the trophy, which was won by Max Verstappen, just like most trophies are, Lando Norris finished on the podium at the Hungarian Grand Prix. Now, this was a problem for the trophy because Lando's podium celebration is to smash his celebratory bubbly bottle on some surface so that the bubbly shoots upwards And if the surface on which he decides to do this is the same as the surface a trophy is on, it knocks said trophy over. To know this to be true, you need look no further than the previous race, the British Grand Prix, where Lando knocked Max's P1 trophy off the podium there with his champagne smash. So of course, when Lando chose to smash his bottle on Max's podium step in Hungary, the step on which Max had placed his trophy, well, you know the rest, okay? You know the rest. It got smashed. Some people actually got mad at Lando afterwards and accused him of intentionally doing it as a joke to Max that was rude because it didn't consider the hard work put into it by its horrendi artisans, but it does just seem like it was an unfortunate accident, and fortunately, horrendi apparently knew something like this could happen and were prepared for it. They've already announced they'll be sending Max a replacement as they have a lifetime replacement guarantee. And folks, I can guarantee you that the amount of publicity this story is getting horrendi is more than worth the cost of recreating the trophy because this story is everywhere right now. Next up, George Russell is my Hungarian Grand Prix driver of the day because him going from P18 to P6 is, in my opinion, way more impressive than Checo going from P9 to P3. 
Not only did George Russell have twice as many overtakes as Checo at the Hungarian Grand Prix, he also overtook every driver Checo did, aside from Oscar Piastri, who Checo arguably ran off the road all overtaking, and George's own teammate, Lewis Hamilton, whose car was not running well and who George wouldn't have attempted to overtake anyways because it's his teammate, even if George had passed Oscar Piastri, who I should note, George got within just three seconds of by the end of the race. Also, while Checo did have some exciting, aggressive overtakes, admittedly, George did something way funnier when he pulled off a bluff by going on team radio and telling Mercedes his car was losing performance immediately before. He absolutely flew past Carlos Sainz and then got close enough to Leclerc to overtake Leclerc by way of Leclerc's five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane. At the end of the day, driver of the day is a fan vote, except when they rig it so that Latifi can't win like they did at last year's Canadian Grand Prix. Anyways, because it's a fan vote, I think that part of the reason Checo won driver of the day is because people were just happy to see him back in form, but still. My man Georgie deserved it, and that is why he is J-Bone's driver of the day at the Hungarian Grand Prix. Okay, listen up. I need your help. I recently made a piece of merch that my mom said, quote, nobody on earth would be dumb enough to buy. I'm not sure why she thinks that, considering she was referring to this amazing Charles the Clerk merch, which... This might surprise you, I actually designed all by myself. That ain't Charles Leclerc, it's Charles the Clerk, and I need you to consider buying either the mug or the shirt via the Formula Bone shop to help me prove my mom wrong. A link that takes you to the Formula Bone shop is in the description. Jebon! Finally today, here's how my three bona fide race predictions fare to the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. And... I'm going to do the honorable thing and just flat out admit to all of you out there watching right now that the rumors are true, and I did, in fact, go zero for three with my Hungarian Grand Prix race predictions. My first race prediction was that Fernando Alonso would finish on the podium in Hungary, and he did not. My second race prediction was that Daniel Ricciardo would not finish in the points, nor ahead of his teammate Yuki Tsunoda, and he didn't finish in the points, but he did finish ahead of Yuki. My third race prediction was that McLaren would not finish on the podium in Hungary, and they obviously did. I deserve this 0 for 3 result, as my predictions were clearly misguided, and this has actually been a positive experience overall, as I've learned numerous valuable lessons on account of my inadequacy, namely that I was overrating Aston Martin and underrating both McLaren and Daniel Ricciardo. As the saying goes, a loss you learn a lesson from is really a win. And considering I just learned three lessons from my three losses, I would say that in a way, I actually went three for three. J-Bone! Just some food for thought, okay? You also may remember that I predicted the Hungarian Grand Prix's top five finishers, and my predictions were as follows. P5, George Russell. P4, Lewis Hamilton. P3, Checo Perez. P2, Fernando Alonso. And P1, Max Verstappen. And how my 5-4-3-2-1 ended up was actually 6-4-3-9-1. Hey, Three for five ain't bad, especially when I went 0 for three with the other one. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here later this week for my Belgian Grand Prix view, where I'll give you everything you need to know before you watch the Belgian Grand Prix sprint weekend, including J-Bone's bona fide race predictions that I promise I'm not going to go 0 for three on, okay? Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at Rated Bookie and Glow. And additional shout out to Snapple Opinion, who is both a patron and a YouTube channel member. I love to see that. 
If you want your name shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. Until next time, folks, J-Bone! J-Bone!